Now it's time for Live with the Vibe. Your four expert coaches have heart-to-heart conversations, share their thoughts and points of view about the things that matter to you most, love, relationships, your career, and trauma. Here's Julian Cantarella, Jackie Atchison, Susan Greif, and Amy Blumberg. It's time to learn a little, laugh a little. It's time for The Vibe. Hi, and welcome to Live with the Vibe, where we have the heart-to-heart conversations. I'm Julianne Cantarella. I'm Jackie Atchison. I'm Susan Greif. And I'm Amy Blumberg. Have you made a news resolution and just gave it up within the first two weeks? Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably. Well, you're not alone. There's only 8% of people are successful in making their news resolution. And this is why I don't believe in news resolution. It's all about reset. And in order to reset, in order to change a habit, you need to be consciously aware of your changes. It takes about 66 to 90 days to actually change your lifestyle. I can't wait that long. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's the problem. I was thinking the same thing. That's probably why people give up so quickly. Yeah. And I think the problem is also is because we have these goals that seem so unattainable. Instead of saying, oh, I need to lose like 60 pounds, people should start saying, maybe I will lose like two pounds a week. And these makes short, short goals. They're more attainable and more doable. And they say people who are successful also need to be held accountable. They get part of a support group. Mm. Or True. hire a coach that uh-huh. keeps you accountable. Oh, you know something? Oh, yeah. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Absolutely. I'm drinking. Okay, oh, I better drink to that too. <laughs> so, Amy, have you ever, do you have a New Year's resolution or reset that you're planning on doing? My reset is to get back to using my treadmill because I can't get to the gym because I'm so busy. So that would be one. Or to find someone, maybe one of you, to exercise with. I, I find that I need sometimes the classes, the partners, the accountability to really keep my fitness up. And it's really hard to do that when you're constantly on the go. So for me, my goal for myself or my need for myself is that fitness makes me just feel so much better and I wish I was as disciplined as you are Jackie I mean you seem to be able to maintain that as part of your lifestyle wait can, can I may I need to interrupt oh, please we have do. to see Jackie if you don't follow Jackie on Instagram or Facebook she has this motivational Monday and I'm just in awe of your workout routine you're amazing thank you thank sorry you. well it, again it <laughs> took over 90 days to make it a lifestyle and I broke it into simple steps. So I work out with my trainer three to five days a week, mostly four, depending on the week, for a half an hour of intense training and I start my day that way. And that's it, it's part of my routine. Like you go to the bathroom, you shower, you brush your teeth, you do something and then you begin your day. But if you can't afford a foot trainer and a lot of people can't, so what do you do? What do you tell people? Because I'm sure you couldn't always do that. How many of my clients can't afford a trainer. Well, years ago in my first marriage, when things were different, I had a partner that we dropped the kids off at the bus stop, and then we walked around the neighborhood for 45 minutes. Yeah, that's what we did. Walking and having friends. Brisk pace, talked about our day. And it's such a great way to release 
yeah. whatever issues that you do have, you get it out there. It's a, mm -hmm. And you release endorphins, which endorphins, make you feel right. much better. I actually have like walk and talk sessions with some clients who, right. who actually like to go on these mini hikes and we use that as a way of exercise for the mind and the body. You sure it's not walk and try to breathe? Uh, well, it's more flatland. It depends on who, who wants to do this. As you walk more, you can breathe more easily. That's true. Um, yes, yeah. that's so true. true. Mm -hmm. So what you ladies don't know is that much like Jackie, I go to the gym. Well, it's not the gym. I do Pilates five days a week. Mm -hmm. wow. Five days. And I really try not to miss it. No matter what, uh, mm -hmm. I'll make it a priority. Is it a class? It is a class. Wow. And I love it. I, I go. I do my workout, and I'm there, and then I head home. And the best thing about it is they teach um, breathing. Mm, you have to right. do a special breathing when you do Pilates. So mm -hmm. I'll find myself walking around the house doing my Pilates breathing you know, subconsciously when I'm feeling stressed and, mm -hmm. and overwhelmed. And it's like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm resorting to that. And it really does help reduce stress along with the workout. Whatever it is, there's community centers. I know in Fort Lee where I live, if you're if you live in Fort Lee, you can join the community center. The classes don't cost anything. Yes, exactly. I was playing pickleball for a while before I ramped up my business. All part of the community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to find things that are not expensive. And I believe in the power of the pack. You know, mm -hmm. I I needed to lose weight a couple of years back, so I decided to put out a New Year's resolution challenge for me along with other people and also again power of the pack for my business I asked to work with you ladies and you were there for me so things sometimes we just need yeah. the tribe yeah. to help us get through the absolutely hump. but you know what I like about what you said and what we keep trying to explain to other people is if people don't come to you for whatever reason they don't know what's going on in your life or they're uncomfortable with your circumstances and they want to help they just don't know how you reached out. Yes. Reaching out. Without a doubt. And then they're happy to do it. They just didn't know how to ask the question. Yeah, or communicate. If you need. can't climb out of your hole by yourself, you must reach out so people know you're in that hole. Yes. Well, isn't that why people make New Year's resolutions? I'll use that loosely because I don't believe it's... Well, resolution is resolving, and but it's not. That's why right. the reset is such a better yeah. term. Reset mm -hmm. your mindset. And it doesn't yeah. have to be on New Year's. No, it doesn't have to. So if you, you start in February or March, whenever it's best for you. Today. You know what? Whenever you wake well, up and, <laughs> yeah, when, I think it's whenever you really wake up and you really say to yourself, I'm ready. And yes. Enough is yeah. enough. Yes. I'm ready. Without a doubt. Well, I think it's about commitment. It's about commitment to yourself and belief in yourself that you have the staying power and you know, when I work with clients, a lot of times they come to me because there's a lack of belief they can do something. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about using January as that benchmark to start anew and reset, mm -hmm. I try to work with clients on 30-day, 60-day, 90-day goals so that it's more realistic and you're managing those expectations because otherwise you can go crazy with trying to think, oh my God, I've got to ramp up so fast and do it. Mm -hmm. And then it just never happens because you're just not in that head, that mindset, and that ability to get yourself stuck at, unstuck. I call it unstuck, but out of that rut or that emotional place that you feel. And, and I put this out to both you, the two of you, Jackie and Julianne, because so many of your clients 
are feeling sorry for me, woe is me, and wanting to use the new year as a springboard to something different. But what do you tell people? Because you don't have to do that. And I tell my clients, you could be doing it all year long with bite-sized goals that are achievable. What do you say? So with my clients who engage in negative self-talk, we talk about changing that into the positive. And putting that out there that you are going to have a positive experience. And it's very important to reframe. Absolutely. 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 You, you yeah. know, if negative thoughts, you know, do affect us physically as well as positive thoughts yes. affect us positively. Mm -hmm. So there is that idea of the law of attraction. You know? right. mm -hmm. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, so. isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. Well, coming from a first time divorce going through the holiday season. What happens is a lot of clients of mine already know during the holidays they're going to be getting divorced or get starting to file for divorce in January. Right. The reason they wait is because they want to have the last family experience together. So whether they've discussed it with their spouse or they know it's brewing in their head. So divorce month is January for filing. So what I start to tell my clients is they have to start to learn who they are as an individual because they're no longer part of a couple. And people that are in coupledom world tend to think alike, have the same feelings, and they have to start to learn who they are as individuals. It's really important. But going back to the dating, they're also in a rush sometimes. Oh, without a doubt. And the problem with that is that also makes for another negative experience. So trying to understand how to be positive don't rush into the dating world. Because in a rebound situation, what happens is that it's exactly that. And then they feel worse about themselves. So you're putting negativity on top of well, negativity. It's funny, though, but the holidays trigger that urgency. Yeah. So I have more clients come to me in September, October, November, because they're trying to prepare themselves to have someone for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And well, actually, I tell them it's a good time because that's where everybody's feeling that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, of course, you know, everybody, I always say slow and steady wins the race. Absolutely. I mean, you can't force instant relationship anyway. Not and at all. You can't force instant change, the same idea. Mm -hmm. It's slow and steady. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what frustrates so many people about changing habits, changing relationships with right. themselves and with others. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, Amy, in your world, you expressed personally, but I want to understand as a business coach, when people come to you, and again, people make these resolutions or resolutions at the beginning yeah. of the year. What is that? Well, Why? it's interesting because Julianne talked about rushing. And so a lot of times if people have been downsized or they're looking to get back into the workforce, what you said is September, October, November, people are trying to make it happen. They try over, they're overzealous. And what ends up happening is, is when it doesn't happen, they, they really smash their expectations in such a way that they get into this negative behavior. And then what happens is, is they're like in a rut. And they say, I'm in a rut, I'm in a rut. And what am I gonna do? I don't have a job, I don't have money. And then they try to put all the emphasis on trying to find a job starting in January. Mm -hmm. And what you talked about, both of you, a couple of you did, is you really have to pace that and really be very deliberate by taking yourself and really focusing on things in a smaller way versus thinking, oh my God, I have to have a job by January 1st. But sometimes that just doesn't happen. It's unrealistic. And it's finding the right job and not just finding a job to take a job. And that's what happens. So when I work with clients, we talk about, I talked about it earlier, is what are your goals? Find an accountability partner. Be realistic. Make sure that you're 
going out with a very specific strategy on how to look for clients, where to look for clients if you're a coach or you have your own business, but if you're looking for a job in a corporation, where do you really want to be working and how do you really network and connect in with these people so that you're not putting all the emphasis on, it's January 1st and I have to have a job. Because what happens is, is when that doesn't happen, then you get depressed. You feel oh, yeah. lonely, you feel sorry for yourself, woe is right. me. You believe you're never gonna find a job. So I think there's a lot of commonality between all of us in oh, terms of what people do. Right. And it really stems to mindset. And so one of the things that we talk about is, where I talked about fitness for myself, that really allows me to level set my day and really keep me in a good space in my head. And, and Susan, I don't know what else you tell your clients or Jackie, but I find for me that I talk to my clients about really approaching things by journaling mm -hmm. and really mm -hmm. having a plan versus just randomly thinking we can hurry up and go. Right, right. right. Well, I mean, there's there's always vision boards for some people who are more creative visually. But there's also journaling, there's also calendar, there's also everything. But I think the first step in resetting your mind is willingness. You know, you think you are, but you're really not. You can be mentally prepared. Second thing is awareness. Whatever you need to do to create awareness, whether it is journaling, whether it's listing, whether it's a vision board, whatever it is, you need to create an awareness to see what thoughts come up and the behaviors that are manifested by these thoughts. See, but I like what you just said because I think you don't recognize that you're manifesting this feeling and this emotion. And so for my clients, it becomes a self-sabotage. Yeah. Yes, so for same. mine as well, for, for all of us. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what do you do with the reset? I mean, I know for myself, it's fitness, it's journaling, it's finding accountability, and it's also looking at things from a very different perspective. It's yes. somewhat yes. stepping back and re-looking at things. But, and I try to encourage clients with that, but everybody looks at things very differently. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those negative feelings and emotions come up and then it goes back to the reset of January saying, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't help, like we discussed in the previous show, that the days are darker. Mm -hmm. Oh, with that. And, and, yes. and shorter. It's just normal to want to go home. And hibernate. And, mm -hmm. you know, get under the, put on your favorite PJs and get under the covers. Like, yep. who wants to go out? And then this seasonal, just you know, oh, seasonal depression, depression is another thing, and sad. you just add life to whatever your chemical makeup is. Right. It's really difficult. And I add again, I'm going to add another layer to women or men going through divorce, and that it's typically they're beating themselves up. I'm not likable. Why did I stay so long? There's such and a huge amount of negative self-talk that I have to teach them how to turn that around. Right. And we do it through exercises. We do it through role plays. Oh, without a doubt. A lot of role right. playing. I do role playing for Homework dating. assignments, of course. Yeah. Oh, that would be it's so fun. much fun. It is, actually. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It yeah. is. But I do see where people will get caught in their own mindset. Oh, yeah. You know, it's coming out of yeah. So how would you, what kind of tips and strategies can you offer people? Sure. Well, one of the things I would say, and, and I was thinking about that as Julianne was talking, is I met this amazing woman who started this group, and she would get women together for these great dinners. And so what she did was is she created an opportunity like we did, but she does it on a corporate level, but to do it with a group of friends, where you have a group of friends where you can get together and talk, and it lifts your spirits. Mm -hmm. It also allows you to talk about some of the things you're thinking about. 
so that you can start to create accountability mm -hmm. because we did that for ourselves. Right. And so by having accountability and working or being with a group of friends is so amazing because what that does is it lifts your energy, it boosts your morale. Your vibe. Your vibe. Your vibe. It gives you something to do, it gets you out of the house, it gets you out of your head. Yeah. And journaling is great, but sometimes people need to get out of their head and activity yeah. and moving in motion. Right, well, that's is what, what they, they talk about, you know, changing your negative thought. Yes. But you know what? Sometimes it's not really the thought that needs to be changed, it's the behavior that needs to exactly. be changed. So a negative thought creates negative behavior, so therefore maybe change your behavior and that will change your thought right. too. Mm -hmm. And also creating a plan. Really yes. having yeah. a plan in place that you can put into action and execute mm -hmm. so that you're not feeling like you're floundering. Yeah. That's very important. Yeah. I also find that just going out and finding new ventures, oh. and you, you know, we talked about, about creating new paradigms and, and doing different things during the holidays, but you can still do that with a reset. New yes. paradigms, yeah. new ways of doing things. Sometimes yeah. it's moving. Sometimes it's taking a job in another state to reset. Or taking a job in, 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 you know, we happen to live in New Jersey, but in New York City versus New Jersey, or a different kind of company for my clients. But it's really changing that paradigm that gets you into a place that's mm -hmm. healthier for you, mm -hmm. and it's more exciting and more fun, right. so that you're pursuing a passion. Right, and I think sometimes we have these obstacles in front of us to help us find creativity within. Mm -hmm. How do we deal with the obstacles? How do we get over, under it, around it? You know, that mm -hmm. gives us the impetus to create. Mm -hmm. And creativity begets more right. creativity. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. See, I push my clients. It's similar to work, where women in the workforce, I remember years ago, were not like the men. They didn't, when the guys were going, come on, we're gonna go out for drinks, the women were like caught up in the paperwork. And they just get caught up mm -hmm. in these things, thinking this is the most important thing. And I try to tell the women and the men mostly the women because they have the children most of the time, mm -hmm. even if it's a 50-50 or whatever, but they're lonely without their children. So they feel they have to be home doing laundry or cooking for the week, and I'm like, no. I said, that's the night to remember the things you were before. What were your interests? What were your hobbies right. that you never got to? You now have this opportunity. Right. Dig down and remember who that young girl was. Right. Explore her again. Totally. You know, really important. And they, they get out and they do good things. Who wants to start a new tennis lesson that Ooh. she was never part of? <laughs> right, I have a client the other day who was like, oh, I'm gonna join a tennis clinic. Great idea. Because she's it. she I'm actually once a month now is going out with her best friend for drinks at a happy hour. Inexpensive, but a night out that makes her come home and feel good. Good, yeah. 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 Breathing yeah. life back into yeah. yourself. As opposed right. to thinking always about the family. Mm -hmm. right. Get I, out of that. I now. also go back into that little child. What was I regressed my client? I go through, you know, regression, and like, what was it that brought pure joy to your heart as a child? And let's revisit that activity. Playing tennis, playing tennis. Mm. dancing, dancing, singing, Sing. paddle ball. <laughs> I had a lot of them. Okay. Actually, performing. <laughs> and Julian, Julian, singing, singing. Ooh. Can you sing? Not right here, right okay. now. <laughs> but I can. I bet you can. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, there's a lot of good things that, you know, we can impart upon our clients. For me also another thing, and it would probably be similar to yours and yours, is it could be a time a lot of people after the holidays especially have gone over budgets. Even though last show we discussed being careful, but it's not always commonplace. This would be a time I would tell a lot of my clients to think about looking at budgets 
and investing your money, putting aside a few dollars every paycheck, a little bit, pay yourself yeah. first, and put that money away. See, and, and then you live on everything else. Right. And I was going to say, a reset could be purging your closet, getting rid of things yes. that yeah. make you feel, don't make, I'll say for me, don't make you feel great. Why did I buy that? Get rid right. of it. Give back. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't bring you happiness. It doesn't bring you joy. Right. <laughs> and buy something that makes you feel good. Right. Whether it's a top, a pair of shoes, for me it's always shoes. But yeah. to buy something or do something that makes you feel really good, Absolutely. but purging your closet and your office is always a great thing There's to do. There's something about self-love that mm -hmm. once you, and it means self-care, it doesn't it necessarily mean like love yourself in a way that's narcissistic, but right. caring for yourself and caring for, you know, the body that, you know, we were given mm -hmm. and, and uh, and the emotions that are inside. We need to continue giving ourselves joy. It's not about, we talked about this in the past, it's not about always giving to others. We need to give to ourselves as well. You know, it's, oh, go ahead, no, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 I was just going to, go ahead. It's all right, I'm sorry. I was going to just say, the women who come to me and the men have always put family first oh, yeah. or their job first. Very often it's an excuse, but then there are those moments where they really get caught up and I, you know, to encourage them to get out and know that they are lovable mm -hmm. and they can find someone who's very special to share their life with. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's to be open to that. Oh, okay. I agree. But you touch upon like the word excuse and that's the biggest problem we have. Mm -hmm. It's like that creates self-sabotage. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid, I used to watch and I still, you know, back then we didn't have leased cars where you bring the car in and, every, you know, your car gets, ga you know, gets um, oil changes and windshield wiper changes. My generation, everybody did it themselves. And I was astounded to watch how many men washed their cars three times a week, did their oil changes. These were their babies, but they ate all the crap in the entire <laughs> world. And I used to think that's part of where I think my health kick started, thinking like, this is my body, this is my engine. And if I don't take care of it, who will? Like whatever your genes are, whatever's gonna happen, do you wanna elongate your life by a couple of years or you wanna shorten it by six months? And I look at these men and go, I don't get it. Taking care of your car better than yourself. And that always stayed with me and that's always in back of my mind why I have to take care of myself. There's that, there's that famous quote, if I'm not for me, who will be? If I'm only for me, who am I? And if not now, when. when. Mm -hmm. I love that one. Absolutely. So what's your reset for the new year? So my reset for the new year is, I think I'm going to reset and uh, get back on track health-wise. I know I've been having a little struggle this year. Um, so I'm going to get back in self-care because you got to practice what you preach. Right. I'm going to ask you, how do you plan on doing oh, it? Don't it's not enough to say. <laughs> So I want to hold you accountable. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm starting to get hormones. All right, Julian, what's yours? My reset. I've given thought to this, and it is this year is going to be my year of yes. So I'm going to be more open to more social events. I know that will make Jackie very happy. <laughs> and just getting involved more. I, my, it's been my family and my business. So I need to get out and be a little bit more social. That's great. I personally want to try to be a little more optimistic. I really do. A little less judgmental. And um, 
I want to work a little bit more. I've already set up the class on um, just to reinforce my skills on marital mediation because I really think I, along with everything I do, it's really important to help couples communicate better. And that's always been a passion of mine. And now I really just feel like I want to get out and do it. That's awesome. I love, I love it. that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And for me, it's creating more family fun mm. and doing it around activities. That around sports, great. around fitness, so that we can do more things as a family and have a good time, so that we're all doing it together and all getting out and really keeping ourselves healthy. So mm -hmm. that, to me, family time is really important. Excellent. And that might also mean doing something with my sister, not just my husband and my daughter. Right. Because my sister and I, you know, that's my accountability. Good. She's my partner to some degree outside of this vibing group. Right. right. Excellent. Well, with that said, Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you join us in 2020 with 2020 Vision. Yes. And I'm Julianne Cantarella. I'm Jackie Atchison. I'm Susan Greif. I'm Amy Blumberg. And, and we're, we're Alive with, with the Vibe. vibe.